Welcome to our Daily Inspiration Podcast. As Inspire Church is walking through a 30-day rule of life, whether you are participating fully or just listening, we hope you are blessed. What's up, Inspire Church family? Edward Paz here with Hope Church in Las Vegas. Um, Just so grateful for this opportunity to spend just a few moments with you talking about the topic of prayer. Um, Excited about how you guys just are a church that is committed to lifelong learning and um, looking at some of these spiritual disciplines like prayer, fasting, and others. And so just excited to talk to you for just a few moments. I know you're maybe listening to this podcast while you're driving, um, doing some laundry on the road, chores, whatever you might be. Maybe you're even at work. But um, to talk to you for just a few moments about the right way to pray. The right way to pray. Um, I know I struggled for many years Uh, Growing up in a Christian home and even to my teenage and adult years, just struggling with wondering if God was answering my prayers, um, just struggling with the effectiveness of my prayers. And a few years ago, uh, I was exposed uh, to some teaching and some instruction about praying the right way. And interestingly enough, this instruction comes straight from the scriptures. Uh, it comes straight from a scripture that I was very familiar with. For for those of you who may have a Catholic background, you're going to be familiar with uh, the passage that we're going to be talking about. And um, this passage is when Jesus literally lays out for his followers the right way to pray. He says... Um, In Matthew 6, this then is how you should pray. This then is how you should pray. He lays it out. This is how you should pray. And he goes on to say, you should pray, our Father in heaven, holy is your name, hallowed be your name, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts and forgive us our trespasses. Some translations say as we forgive our trespassers and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. And so in this podcast today, I just want to talk through uh, five ways to pray the right way, five ways to pray the right way lifted straight from the scripture when Jesus says, this is how you should pray. And I just want to say ahead of time, as I talk through these five ways to pray the right way, um, it's been so transformative to know that even if there's a delay in God answering my prayer, even if um, I don't feel like my prayers are working When I pray the right way, when I pray in the pattern of how Jesus taught his disciples to pray, I can be confident regardless of of whether I'm sure or not that the prayers that I'm praying are working, that I am praying in the way that God instructed his disciples to pray. So I hope this serves you well. So uh, all of these ways to to pray the right way uh, start with the letter R. 
And the first way to pray the right way is to pray with the acknowledgement of relationship. And that so that's the first R if you're taking some notes, relationship. Jesus teaches his disciples to pray our Father. And I don't know about you, but I don't know as a Christian growing up when I prayed, if I prayed primarily uh, in view of praying to a heavenly father. I think sometimes I prayed to God as God, Lord, um, Master. But when Jesus teaches his disciples to pray, he says to pray our Father. And so relationship is key. When we pray, we need to have in mind, if we're going to pray the right way, that we're praying to a Father in heaven who loves us. And as uh, believers in Jesus Christ, we are his children. And so we need to perceive ourselves as we pray every single day. We need to perceive ourselves and see ourselves as the cherished sons and daughters of the king that we are. And so we pray our father. We pray with the relationship of children to a loving father in mind. So that's the first way to pray the right way. Uh, Relationship. You perceive yourself as a cherished child of the king. Now, Jesus teaches his disciples to pray, our father in heaven Hallowed be your name. Holy is your name. Now we're talking about the second R, which is reverence. We're talking about praying to God with a certain level of reverence. Um, Holy is your name. Uh, Some translations say, may your name be kept holy. And so the idea here is before Asking for anything before jumping into your prayer, not only do you first perceive yourself and see yourself as a cherished and loved child of the king praying to a father, but you start with acknowledging that that father that you're praying to is holy. Hallowed be your name. May your name be kept holy. And so in this reverence section, following relationship, what we want to do is we want to praise God for who he is, for his characteristics, for his attributes. So many times I was frustrated with prayer because I started off with asking for things as opposed to praising God for who he is, holy, just, mighty, present, sovereign, powerful all-knowing, and uh, prayer became so much more fulfilling for me when not only did I see myself as a cherished child of the king relationship, but when I spent those first few moments of prayer revering God, hallowed be your name for who he is, thanking God for what he's already done before asking for anything else, praising him for who he is, thanking him for what he's done. Our Father in heaven, relationship. Hallowed be your name. May your name be kept holy, reverence. Next, he teaches us to pray, your kingdom come, your will be done. Your kingdom come, 
your will be done. And at this moment, what you're doing is you're responding to the holy God that he is. You're responding. That's the third R, response. But it's a specific type of response. It's a response of surrender. Your kingdom come, your will be done. So once again, before even asking for the things that we want to ask God for in prayer, what we're doing is relationship, seeing ourselves as a cherished child of the King, revering God for who He is, holy is your name, wonderful, mighty, praising Him. But next, we're positioning and posturing ourselves in, in humility by saying, before I ask for anything, what I want more than what I want is I want what you want, your kingdom to come, your will to be done in Fremont as it is in heaven, at Inspire Church as it is in heaven, in my family as it is in heaven. Before I pray for what I want, ultimately, Lord, I want what you want. I want you to reign in my life. Your kingdom come, your will be done. One way I've heard the kingdom of God described is wherever Jesus rules and reigns. And so when you think about surrendering and and posturing yourself, when Jesus teaches his disciples to pray, your kingdom come, your will be done, What you're doing is you're responding to a holy God with a posture of humility. And so relationship, reverence, response, and now the part you've all been waiting for, the fourth R, requests. He teaches his disciples to pray now from the top, our Father in heaven, Holy is your name, your kingdom come, your will be done. Fourth, our requests, give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. Forgive us our trespassers as we forgive those who trespass over us or forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass over us. And so what we have in this petition laid out by God is we have every physical need and relational need that there is that you could possibly think of. It's physical needs. Give us this day our daily bread. So whatever physical provision you need, the Lord invites you at this time to, to say, Lord, give me the physical provision that I need. Daily bread, food, clothing, financial provision. Lord, give me the physical needs that I I need. I ask for that. I seek you for that. I knock on the door and ask for that. But it's not only physical needs. I want you to see in this prescription that Jesus gives us for prayer, it's also our relational needs as well. One, it's relationship with God. Forgive us our debts. It's in this area And at this section of praying to the Lord where you can ask for forgiveness of sin, forgive us our debts, Um, confess your sin to God, ask for forgiveness, repent for the ways in which you aren't living in a way that's honoring to God. And so uh, 
your relationship with God. It's your relational needs with God. But as you can see here, it's also your relational needs with others. Forgive us our debts. Forgive us our trespasses. Relationship with God as we forgive those who trespass, those who have debts against us. And so now we're praying for the relationships that we have with others. Lord, help us to forgive. We want your forgiveness, but only in light of of us forgiving those who we may be at odds with in our life. And so we've got reverence. We've got response and humility. Not my will, but your will be done. Oh, I skipped the first one. You got relationship, reverence, response of humility, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Then we've got requests. We don't need any training around requests. We're good with that. But just to see that right there in the Lord's prayer, it's every physical and every relational need you have. Every physical need, give us this day our daily bread. Every relational need with God, forgive us our debts. Every relational need with others, help us to forgive as you forgave. And finally, This is an area that I neglected for much of my prayer life. Readiness. Readiness. Preparing for the day that is ahead. Preparing for the works of the enemy that he would set against you. Jesus teaches his disciples to pray. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. I know on most days when I prayed as a young believer and I did not pray readying myself for the temptations that lay ahead. But Jesus teaches his disciples to pray and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. When Jesus says, this then is how you should pray. Within his prescription for prayer, he tells us to ready ourselves for the temptations of the enemy and to prepare and to ask that he would deliver us from those temptations. And so um, we perceive ourselves as cherished children of a king. That's the... The perception that we have, it's a relationship with God when we start out in prayer. Yes, God is King. Yes, God is Lord. Yes, Jesus is Savior. But when we pray, we pray to God as Heavenly Father. Number two, we don't only pray to God as Heavenly Father, but we start by revering Him, by praising Him for who He is and what He's done. Our Father in Heaven, holy is Your name. And then after that, you respond in humility. Your kingdom come. Your will be done. I put all my desires at your feet. I don't want what I want. I want what you want. Your rule and your reign in my life. And then I'm set to make requests, physical needs, relational needs. And finally, I ready myself. And Lord, lead me not into the temptation of anger, Today, as I go to work, lead me not into the temptation of impatience with my children, but deliver me from those evils. Lead me not into the temptation 
of looking at stuff online that I know I am tempted to look at. Lead me not into the temptation of engaging in inappropriate relationships. Lead me not into the temptation of uh, an irresponsible relationship with money or food. Lord, you know what my temptations are, and so I'm saying ahead of time, I'm readying myself for the day. Lead me not into the temptation that I know the enemy is going to bring my way today, but deliver me from that evil. One more time from the top, relationship, our Father in heaven. Second, reverence. Hallowed be thy name. Holy is thy name. Third, response, a response of humility. Your kingdom come. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Fourth are requests. And give us this day our daily bread. And forgive us our debts as we forgive those who have debts against us. And lead us not into temptation, Fifth and final, our readiness, but deliver us from evil. I got to tell you, Inspire Church family, those of you listening to this podcast today, my relationship with God was totally transformed when more times than not, I prayed in the way Jesus taught his disciples to pray. This then is how you should pray. And it's not praying the Lord's Prayer verbatim every single day. That's not what we're talking about. We're praying in the pattern. The Lord's Prayer has a pattern of relationship, reverence, response, requests, and readiness. And the more times I have more of that pattern embedded in my private prayers, embedded in the prayers that I pray with others, there is such a sense of peace and rightness and less anxiety about whether or not God is answering those prayers because I know that I'm praying in the way he's led me and instructed me to pray. So with all that said, I want to now pray. I want to pray for you. I want to pray with you. I'd, I'd like to invite you, whether you're driving, whether you're sitting at a desk, listen to this podcast, uh, to join me, to join me in prayer. We're going to pray together right now. I'm going to pray, but I'm going to lead you in some prompts to pray. Um, so many times we as Christians, we'd rather hear another podcast or another sermon on how to pray than to actually pray. And so what I want to do right now is I want to pray with you. And I want to believe that there are believers in Jesus listening to that, this podcast. I can't see you right now, but I'm believing that there are believers in Jesus, followers of Jesus Christ all around the Bay Area and wherever you may be listening to this podcast, uh, praying along with me. And what I want to do is is model um, how you could use these five R's uh, to pray the right way. And so uh, join me now as we pray. Heavenly Father. And, and I'm just so thankful right there, Lord, that 
that you are my father. And as I pray to you now, and as my brothers and sisters in Christ pray to you now, Lord, I thank you that I pray to you as a heavenly father who loves me. Yes, you're a father in heaven. You're seated high and lifted up. But you're also my father and you love me. And so, Lord, I love the fact that I see you and you see me as a son. You see us as sons and daughters. And I just want to see myself as the loved and cherished child that I am right now. And so would you right there, wherever you're listening, just see yourself, perceive yourself right now as we pray as a loved and cherished child, our Father in heaven. Holy is your name. Holy is your name. Would you take a few moments right there to just praise God? Praise God for who he is. Praise him for his holiness. Praise him for his goodness. Say, Lord, I praise you. I lift you up. I exalt you. I make much of you in this time of prayer before asking for anything. I just want to acknowledge that you're holy, you're good, you're a cut above the rest, you're sovereign, you're in control. Come on, don't just listen to this podcast passively. Would you engage right now and praise your heavenly father? He is worthy of you lending your energy to say, God, I worship you. I worship you. We worship you, Lord. You're worthy of our praise. And and as an act of praise and worship, would you even just thank God? Thank God for his blessings in your life. Maybe you would thank God right now for your husband, for your wife, for your mom, for your dad, for your children, for the church family that you get to be a part of at Inspire. We, we praise God not only by acknowledging his attributes, but we also praise God by thanking him for what he's done in our lives, Lord. I thank you, God, for these moments that I can share around the topic of prayer. I thank you, Lord, for how you've taught me to pray and for how it's revolutionized and just so deepened my relationship with you. I praise and thank you, God. Holy is your name. Your kingdom come. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. God, more than any request in my heart, I want what you want for my life. Right there where you are, would you just pray, your kingdom come, your will be done in my life. Would you ask Jesus to reign in your marriage? Would you ask Jesus to reign in your finances? Would you ask Jesus to reign in the midst of of whatever circumstance before asking for anything? Ultimately, would we ask Jesus, you reign your kingdom, your will, your way in your timing for your glory, Lord. This is what we want. Fremont as it is in heaven, at Inspire Church as it is in heaven, Lord. 
your kingdom come, your will be done, even if that is opposite of what I want. Even if it hurts, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Even if it costs me more money than I want to give or to spend, your kingdom come, your will be done. Even if it means that if I have to wait, your kingdom come, your will be done. Even if it means I don't get what I want when I want it. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. But you also teach us to pray, give us this day our daily bread. And so I just encourage you right there where you're at, if you have a a physical need, just pray and ask God that he would provide. What is it that you need? Your heavenly father invites you to ask For those of you who actually need physical provision in your life, you're short on some ends, you need some cash, you you need some provision, would you just cry out, Lord, provide for my needs. But Lord, you also, uh, you, you want us to be in right relationship with you. We don't just have physical needs. We have relational needs. So, Lord, we ask for forgiveness. Wherever there might be areas in your life where you need the forgiveness of God, would you ask for forgiveness? I know there's just some areas in my heart of arrogance and pride. and Lord, just forgive me. Forgive the debt against you of arrogance and pride and thinking more highly of myself than I ought to. Come on, friend, on the other side of this podcast, I know you might be weary and I hope you're leaning in to actually praying, not just listening to a podcast about how to pray, but to engage in actual prayer now. Maybe there's someone who who you need to forgive. Who are we to ask for the forgiveness of God, but not extend forgiveness to others? Forgive us our trespasses. Forgive us our debts as we forgive those who trespass against us. Maybe there's someone in your life who you know you need to forgive. Would you, the best way you know how, out of the overflow of how Jesus has forgiven you, Just say, Lord, help me to forgive my mom. Help me to forgive my brother. Help me to forgive that coworker or boss that I'm bitter at. Lord, how can we not forgive those of the finite debts that they have towards us when you have forgiven us of our infinite debt to you? Help us to forgive, Lord, by the power of your Holy Spirit. And finally, as we close, lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Lord, would you ready us? Your word says we battle not against flesh and blood. There is a spiritual war 
that is transpiring in our lives and in our world. The enemy comes to kill, steal, and destroy. He wants to steal our joy. He wants to steal our peace. He wants to destroy our marriages. He wants to destroy the purity of our singleness. He wants to destroy uh, the godly ambition that we have to expand his kingdom on this earth. And so we say, Lord, lead us not into temptation. I just invite you to, to pray. Whatever temptation that you know might be ahead for you this day, tomorrow, whenever you're listening to this podcast, would you just say, Lord, lead me not into the temptation of, I want to give you a few moments to fill in the blank, lead us not into the temptation of, I just pray for everyone listening, Lord, that you would not lead us into the temptation of growing weary in seeking your face through prayer. God, make us a praying people. Lead us not into the temptation of a prayerless life. Lead us not into the temptation of self-dependence because that's really what a prayerless life is. It's a life of self-dependence. Would you make us a God-dependent people, Lord, by the power of your Spirit? Deliver us from the evil of pride that says, I don't need to seek God in prayer. I don't need to posture myself in humility before him. Lead us not into the temptation of greed. Lead us not into the temptation of pride, thinking of ourselves more highly than we ought to. In such an environment where we're judging people for the decisions that they're making in their lives, their political decisions, their, their social media activity, God, would you lead us not into the temptation of placing our political ideals above who you are and how you're calling us to live? Lord, we love you. I thank you for this opportunity to talk about prayer with the Inspire Church family, but more important, not just to talk about how you teach us to pray, but to actually pray and seek you. It's so precious, God, that you made a way for us to talk to you. It's not like in the Old Testament where they had to talk to you through a priest, but we have the great high priest, which is Jesus, which gives us direct access to you. We have direct access to the King of Kings and Lord of Lords because of the person of Jesus Christ. I don't ever want to take that for granted. May Inspire Church never take that for granted. Direct access to you through the person of Jesus Christ. We love you, Lord. We pray all this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Inspire Church family. It's been a privilege to spend some time with you. Um, I hope to be up in the Bay Area soon, hanging out with you guys. Um, I love you, Pastor Phil. Just a special shout out to you and your wife and your family. I love you, brother. Praying for you uh, in this church often. And one last thing, if you made it uh, this long through the podcast, 
if you if you heard some snoring in the background of this podcast, uh, that was my little pup. My little pup was sleeping, and so you might have heard her snoring. But God bless you guys. You have a most wonderful day, night, whatever time you may be listening, and I look forward to reconnecting with you soon. Peace. Thank you so much for joining us, and we hope you are inspired as we journey together to reorient our lives in life-giving practices as demonstrated in God's Word. 